You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Hi, this is Paul Lazarus. In the 1980s, I produced and hosted a radio series called Anything Goes, a celebration of the American musical theater. Now the Broadway Podcast Network is bringing back these shows. This is the conclusion of a three-part series celebrating the extraordinary career of producer-director Harold Hal Prince. This program, originally aired in 1983 on the occasion of Prince's 55th birthday and covered the first 30 years of Prince's storied career from pajama game to a doll's life. Prince's next directorial effort was a show called Baker Street, based on Sherlock Holmes, of course, and... uh, Though Prince has uh, mixed feelings about this show, it uh, was a you know fairly decent and respectable show of its time, and a book by Jerome Cooper Smith, music and lyrics by Marion Grudeff and Raymond Jessel, adapted from Conan Doyle stories, and a choreography by Lee Becker Theodore in this case. And uh, I thought I'd feature Martin Gable from this cast, uh, play the villain, singing about how he's going to get rid of. Holmes, and uh, the song is called I Shall Miss You. This cast also featured uh, Inga Swenson, fresh from her hit in 110 in the Shade, and Fritz Weaver played Holmes. I assume, my dear Holmes, that you are wondering what happened to your man, Murillo. His death was crude, but yours will be a work of art. I shall miss you, Holmes, for in truth we are fellow connoisseurs, and it grieves me, Holmes, to eclipse such an intellect as yours. I've enjoyed each thrust and parry and repost. Yes, your genius was in Indeed, a match for mine, almost. I shall miss you, sir. I regret your reversion into dust. Life is hard, dear Holmes, and one does what one must. Your demise ensures the unobstructed birth. Of an empire that will circumscribe the earth. Observe Van Herder's masterpiece. A fantastic chronometer of death, which once begun cannot be touched without producing detonation. Oh, you can't know how profoundly I shall miss you, Holmes, though your death is essential to my schemes. You must die, dear Holmes, yet as strange as it seems. I shall mourn as I have never mourned before. When the stately homes of England 
England is no job at Garrett Mellick's. What do you call a fashion illustrator? What do you call assisting Mr. Stanley? Me? What do you call $30 a week? 30? 30? I want to run. No, I don't. I want to scream. No, I don't. I want I want to sit down. I don't hear anything. You're supposed to hear bells, drums, trumpets. I don't hear anything. I always thought I'd hear well, what do you know? When it all comes true Just the way you've planned It's funny, but the bells don't ring It's a quiet When you hold the world in your trembling hand, you'd think you'd hear a choir sing. It's a quiet thing. There are no exploding fireworks. The roaring of the crowd Maybe it's the strange new atmosphere Way up here among the clouds But I don't hear the drums And I don't hear the band The sounds I'm told such moments bring happiness comes in tiptoe well what do you know it's a Illustrator, 
What do you call? Thirty dollars a week. Thirty. Liza Minnelli singing Kandernev's song from Floor of the Red Menace, A Quiet Thing. Prince wrote, Floor of the Red Menace was the last of the plays I produced that I didn't direct. It was based on Lester Atwell's book, Love is Just Around the Corner, the story of an extroverted young girl, a commercial artist, looking for work in the post-depression years and becoming involved with the Young Communist League. Prince wanted to direct that shows and uh, writes, of all the shows I've done which didn't work, I regret the failure of Flora most especially, what it could have been, and it was the perfect time for it. Joe McCarthy was dead. Very interesting uh, that he feels that strongly about that particular show. He went on to uh, direct and produce It's a Bird, It's a Plane, It's Superman, which, uh, considering it was 1966, sort of is a preface for all of these, <laughs> these uh, 70s comic strip musicals. Here's a song from the score by Strauss and Adams to Superman. Every man has a job to do, and my job is doing good. Every night when the job is through, I fold my tights, proud to know I've done all I could. It's a satisfying feeling when you hang up your cape to know that you've averted murder, larceny, and rape. Every man has his job to do. Well, back into the old Clark Kent disguise. I'll never stop doing good. Other men have their work to do. But as for me, I must live not one life but two. This disguise is really wonderful, for who would guess that underneath this white shirt is a great big red S. Every man has his job to do, and my job is doing good. I'll keep on wearing the old Clark Kent smile, but I know I have to do it cause my work is so worthwhile. Bloody-dum, it's a funny life, still I'm all a life well spent. So here you go, bravery gone, meek and mild, glasses on, Superman, now you're Clark it's a bird, it's a plane, it's a S Superman. 1966, that same year, Prince both produced and directed Cabaret, another Candor and score, um, phenomenally successful piece of work. Quoting from Prince's book again, Prince was interested in, in the role of lights in the theater as early as West Side Story when Jerome Robbins... Uh, directing brought in Gene Rosenthal to design the lights. Up to then, uh, the lights really had been handled by 
a technician and, and Bobby Griffith, a, a stage manager. So this was a kind of novel idea to have a person designated as a lighting designer in West Side Story. But uh, as it's become a absolutely normal thing in theater now, but uh, in describing the lighting for Cabaret, Prince writes, Gene Rosenthal designed a light trough about six feet upstage at the edge of the apron in Cabaret. Covered with a wooden shield, it rose electronically and could be directed at an angle of 45 degrees upstage to the rear wall. We danced a tiller chorus of lumpen Valkyries across the stage, lighting only their legs. Downstage at 45 degrees, we momentarily blinded the audience, and at 90 degrees straight up into the flies, we made a curtain of dust. Our trough served as footlights for the MC. Five waiters singing Tomorrow Belongs to Me stepped across it and disappeared upstage. At the climax of the show, Sally Bowles sang cabaret, lost track of her audience, broke down, and for the first time in the evening stepped across the footlights into the limbo area, and the audience understood. listening to Anything Goes with a tribute to Hal Prince, which first aired in 1983 on the occasion of Prince's 55th birthday. You know, I'm only scratching the surface here. I'm neglecting to mention all of the London productions of these shows that Prince directed uh, and all of the other projects that were going along simultaneously with all of this work. Uh, but, uh, in, for example, in between Cabaret's opening on Broadway and the show that I'm going to feature next, Zorba, he managed to 
direct the London Company of Fiddler on the Roof, the London Company of Cabaret, and do a production, a revival production of the Beggar's Opera in London, all of that in 67 and 68. But in 69, he reteamed with Cantor and Ebb from Cabaret and directed the musical version with Herschel Bernardi and Maria Karnalova of Zorba, Katzenzaka's uh, book. And uh, he writes, interestingly, that uh, Arthur Lawrence's opinion was that, I think Zorba was a, f I'm sorry, this is Hal Prince, I think Zorba was a first-rate of depressing show. What exhilarated me evidently depressed others. The opening number was called Life is What You Do While You're Waiting to Die. Arthur Lawrence said that sank us. Mr. That and nothing more 
Once again, life is what you do while you're waiting to die. This is how the time is what you do while you're waiting to die from Zorba, which is on the road and due to come in in a new revival soon. Running out of time and we've just begun to cover Mr. Prince's career on his 55th birthday today. The very next show that Hal Prince produced and directed was a landmark musical called Company in 1970. And... Uh, as the cliche goes, uh, the rest is history. Just to give you an idea of what Hal Prince has accomplished in the last 13 years, I'm holding a stack of records uh, which represent some of, the, some of the shows that he's worked on. After Company, he went on to uh, produce and direct Follies with another score by Stephen Sondheim. Um, Company in London was done in 1972. A Little Night Music was first heard in 1973, another pairing of Prince and Stephen Sondheim. I also have the score to the film version of Little Night Music that Prince directed. Um, the revival of Candide in 1974, Hal Prince's uh, environmental staging of that Bernstein operetta. And then 1976, uh, Stephen Sondheim yet again in Pacific Overtures. Uh, Sweeney Todd, the Kurt Weill uh, rare opera Silver Lake at City Opera, Merrily Roll Along, and uh, leading up to A Doll's Life, which is uh, the last show we'll have time to feature a selection from. I wanted to read one quote from Prince's book, uh, Contradictions, which was put out in 1974. I, j I thought it, it interested me in terms of Prince's own uh, viewpoint on his career and uh, just the, the latest trends in his career. He's describing West Side Story as he writes, We gave a performance for the gypsies, an affectionate term given to dancers and singers in an earlier time, when living out of trunks was the mainstay of the commercial theater, sans costumes, scenery, or orchestra. I have never heard such a reaction. To this day, 1974, I tend to prefer these performances to the finished ones, probably because the audiences are sophisticated, predisposed in favor of the friends in the cast, and unprepared. Certainly production values should and can enhance. The trouble is that so often they don't. I've never seen a show that was made a hit by its scenery or costumes. 
Oliver Nessel's work for House of Flowers and Christian Berard's for the Mad Woman of Chaillot were equally ravishing. However, I have seen shows that were seriously injured by the wrong production. And just in light of his own title, Contradictions, I thought that was, was interesting. I want to f- finish off this tribute to Hal Prince on his 55th birthday with uh, one song from A Doll's Life, his, his latest uh, show on Broadway. How does it feel, my dear? I think I feel the way you must feel all the time. I love the smell of it, the sound of it. Power, power, I feel it like a motor in the room. Boom, boom, boom. It goes with the smell of brandy, the smell of cigars, of men's cologne. It goes with the sound of casual baritone rumblings, low conspiratorial whispers, the click of billiard balls, the slap of playing cards. It's gone to my head, I want some of my own. I love the feel of it. The look of it, power, power, electric charges fill the room with fizz, zizz, zizz, zizz. It goes with the feel of silver, the crackle of cash, the weight of gold. It goes with the look of snowy white billowing shirt fronts, black Mephistophelian whiskers. They tell me to be controlling, not controlled. The flash of a coupling. A ruffled cup, pop, 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 pop. What gives you power? The lion's share. What gives you power? The highest bid. Mass production. Merge the coal mines. Ship the lumber. Build a privy. People want and people buy. So people sell and stocks go higher. What gives you power? Not playing fair. What profits flower? You did study history, shape the future. Buy a statesman, sell a cab in Germany and France. Want more so sell to both and start a war. Ha, 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 bang, 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 bang. I love the taste of it, the sense of it. Power, power, it's man to man around a smoke-filled room. I watch you huff and puff and call each other's bluff. Each one protecting his. I know what power is. Taking, winning, using, gouging, grabbing what you can. Being born. Betsy Jocelyn from the original company of A Doll's Life singing Power. Oh boy, we're, we're tight on time here and I've got many things to do. This program very much was a happy birthday wish to Hal Prince on his 55th birthday, born in uh, 1928 on this day, January 30th. We have time today to feature the opening moment from Sweeney Todd with music and lyrics by Stephen Sondheim. Winning several Tony Awards in 1979, including Best Musical, this stunning show was directed by Harold Prince. Attend the tale of Sweeney Todd His skin was pale and his eye was odd Shaved the faces of gentlemen who never thereafter were heard of again. He trod a path that few have trod, did Sweeney Todd. The David Barber of Fleet Street. 
he kept a shop in London town of fancy clients and good renown. And what if none of their souls were saved? They went to their maker impeccably shaved. By Sweeney, by Sweeney Top, the demon barber of Fleet Street. Ballad of Sweeney Todd, the prelude from Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street, directed on Broadway by Harold Hal Prince. You've been listening to the conclusion of a 55th birthday tribute to the legendary producer-director, Hal Prince. Associate producer, Jeff London. Anything Goes Backstage with Broadway's Best is produced and hosted by Paul Lazarus. For more information, visit anythinggoespl.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and follow us. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now 
and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org, because only together we rise.